It's time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Pipeline Podcast, where today we're going to be speaking with Blue Jackets prospect Corson Kuhlemans. You may be thinking, well, Dylan, you have talked to Corson Kuhlemans at length each of the last two seasons. Well, that's okay. We're going to go with a little bit different of an angle this go-around because Corson right now is in the middle of his first professional season playing with the Blue Jackets AHL affiliate, the Cleveland Monsters. If you recall, last year we talked to Corson when he was making the leap to pro hockey, right when he finished his career at Wisconsin, decided he wanted to turn pro and just join the Monsters. The year before that was his freshman season at the University of Wisconsin, so a brand new taste moving from junior hockey to the collegiate level. So we've gone a little bit different with Corson Kuhlemans in each of the three conversations that we've had. So I'm really eager to get to know what Corson thinks of playing in the AHL, how his game has progressed this year, things he wants to work on as the season continues, all of that. A little bit more on Corson Kuhlemans, if this is your first time getting to know Corson. He was drafted by the Blue Jackets in the first round, 25th overall in the 2021 NHL entry draft. It's safe to say that maybe he's the forgotten first-round pick by the Blue Jackets that year because they had three of them. They selected Kent Johnson, 5th overall, Cole Sillinger, 12th overall, um, technically 11th, but Arizona had their pick skipped that year, so the Blue Jackets picked Cole at number 12. Then they drafted Corson Kuhlemans, number 25 overall, after he played three seasons with the Brooks Bandits. He's a six foot two, 198-pound right shot defenseman, so he's got good size. He's got some sandpaper to his game as well. He's a quality two-way defenseman. Uh, was great offensively in his two seasons at Wisconsin, 22 points in 34 games as a freshman, very similar numbers as a sophomore, 23 points in 33 games. At the end of last year, he turned pro, skating in 13 games with Cleveland, had two points in those 13 games, including his first career professional goal, and this year he's gotten a much larger sample size of pro hockey. He's got 10 points on three goals and seven assists in 36 games with the Monsters. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it and hear how his first full season as a pro is going. Lee Jackets prospect and Cleveland Monsters defenseman, Corson Kulinitz. All right, Corson, since you and I have talked each of the last couple of years in more of a get-to-know-you style or... Last year, even, we talked about you making the leap from college hockey to play pro hockey. Just tell me, what's the transition been like from your first two seasons at Wisconsin to where you are now in your first full season as a pro? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, been super excited to get things going here in Cleveland. I mean, we're having a great year. Um, team's doing great. Uh, great group of guys to, you know, hang around with in the dress room. So um, full, first full year has been pretty good so far. Um a lot of learning, uh, definitely a lot different than college, but you know, I'm just super, super happy to be here. All right. You bring up learning there. So tell me what have the biggest differences been in your first full season in Cleveland? Uh, I think one of the things that I've noticed is like the schedule. Um, just like you play way more games here. Um, just having to learn how to take care of your body, uh, recover, right. Like come home, make sure you're eating the right, right things, getting the right amount of sleep. Like uh, I think you can get away with those things a little bit in college, but in, in pro, like you have to be dialed every day. So um, that's one thing that I've learned, but just on the ice too, like 
players are way uh way harder to play against um you know everybody's moving faster just because it's that next level right so just learning how to how can i make this play quicker or, you know how can i create more space for myself here it's uh it's been fun as far as some of those habits go away from the rink i think you and i had talked about it last year and that you really felt like you had taken some steps at wisconsin in terms of developing more of those pro habits what are some of those things that you do specifically where, hey, you get home and maybe you eat this different than you did or you sleep a couple extra hours here than you did? What are some of those things? Uh, the sleep is probably the biggest one. I think like I've just been or I've had a way more dialed sleep schedule um, this year. Like I'm in bed by 11 every night, like up at the same time every day. So I'm getting my full eight, eight and a half hours every night. Um, but food has also been like, one of those adjustments too. Um, you know, I got a little, you're getting paid now to play hockey. So it's <laughs> nice. You can go out and, and buy the groceries that you want to buy. So, um, you know, I come home and I, I have the same like uh, post-practice meal every day uh, just to get the nutrients replenished, you know, making sure I get my, my fruits and veggies, all the carbs, all the protein. So um, yeah, I mean, it's been exciting. Like I've, I've loved it so far being able to cook and, you know, get to bed whenever I want to not have to worry about late night homework. Yeah, I'm sure that's nice. And getting paid is probably pretty decent, too. But outside of the pay, what would you say your favorite part about being a pro is? I would say just like how much how hockey oriented it is. Like, uh -huh. I'm just one of those guys that just loves hockey. So I love being at the rink every morning, bright and early, you know, staying there till mid afternoon and then having to come back later and play a game. Like, I just love playing, you know, so many more games and, um, you know, just my only focus has to be hockey and you know, that's what I've always wanted it to be. So it's probably my favorite part. What do you like to do in your free time then in Cleveland? Like, is it a lot of watching hockey for you? You hang out with the guys, a mix of both. What are you up to? Uh, yeah, we have a pretty good group of guys. Like everybody's always hanging out with each other. So, um, me and a guy who lives right across the street from me, we, we go on walks around, um, you know, just kind of check out the, the city and whatnot. It's actually really a beautiful city, like tons of, nice like parks and stuff to do. So I like to get outside, get the fresh air. Um, but I'm also very big into cooking. So, you know, I like to challenge myself, make some fancy dinner sometimes. All right. So what are you getting into? Because I remember last year, like that was a big thing that that you were looking forward to is taking care of yourself, cooking for yourself. So what have you uh, learned when it comes to chefing some stuff up over the last year or so? Uh, I've been getting into the fish game a little bit. So Ooh. Yeah, I've been pretty good with cooking the, you know, the tuna and the salmon. Um, I'm going to attempt to make my own sushi pretty soon here. <laughs> Not sure how that'll go, but we'll try it out. But uh, yeah, um, like Mediterranean bowls and stuff like that, like Brassica in um, Columbus. Like I've been trying to mimic that place because that place is unreal. So just doing what I can to, you know, go to a restaurant, you see how it's done there. And I'm like, I come home and I just try and do it the same way. So doesn't always work out that way, but I work on it. I mean, this is pretty cool because it sounds like you're really into it. Like, do you watch stuff on YouTube with different chefs and stuff like that? Or is this all just you kind of go into a restaurant and then you're trying to mimic that? Most of it's like, I just try and do it myself. Um, sometimes though, if I've like, if I'm never cooked, let's say whatever, I don't know just like a type of vegetable or something mm -hmm. that I have cooked before. I'll go like watch a little tutorial on, on how to get like the best flavors out of it and whatnot, just cause, so I don't want to mess it up. But uh, yeah, that's what I like to do. It's been good. Good. Well, staying away from the rink, it seems like you guys have a pretty tight group in that room in Cleveland. There are so many young guys just like you. I'm sure it makes it really unique and a lot of fun. 
Uh, I know a lot of the guys like to go to Cavs games together and stuff like that. But what's that group dynamic been like this season? Um, it's just like, I don't even put it just like everybody love everybody, you know, like from, uh, Sammy pro, I think it's just like that. Everybody gets along, like everybody's always laughs in the dressing room. Like, you know, we have a question of the board up every day that just, you know, something funny to get everybody involved, like get, get debates going. So, um, it's awesome. Like we have guys who, you know, love to speak their minds and get the conversation going. And, you know, we're always talking about hockey too. Like, you know, you know, Christy loves it too. Christy's like, you know, I'm Kucherov on power play. Like we were talking about that the other week and it's awesome. Like, it's just so fun. Oh, that sounds great. Is there like a jester in there or a few different guys that like to mix it up like that? Or is there just a good mix of guys that everybody likes to have fun? Uh, I'd say there's a good mix of guys, you know, everybody, okay. everybody likes to have fun. Everybody gets their fair share. All right, good. As far as it goes on the ice, how do you think your game has changed since you were a freshman at Wisconsin? That includes, you know, what you did last year until now, too. Um, I think, you know, even from the start of the season to now, like, just been more competitive, Um, you know, kind of more of that, like, FU mentality, like, getting in there, winning, pap, winning battles. And then uh, I think I've just tried to simplify my game, too, like, really focus on defense first, like, being good you know, on my own net and then working my way forward, you know, points will come. So I'm not too worried about, you know, like, you know, trying to put up 45 points this year, whatever, be an offensive stud. Like I want to really work on, you know, defense first, be a defenseman. And I think that'll do, you know, put me in the right step for next season and for the rest of this year. How do you draw that out of yourself, whether it's the FU mentality or just the competitiveness? Because you know, in some situations, players are what they are, right? But other guys are able to push themselves. So how do you do that? Um, I think you just like, you got to take a step back, look at yourself. You're like, okay, how can I improve? Um, What do I need to do to like get myself to the next level? And, you know, it might not be something that you really want to do or you're comfortable with doing. Like, I know for me, it was like, I had to play harder than I was playing in college. Um, So I had to like take a step back and I was like, all right, like, this is what you're doing. Like, you know, get in there and just do it as hard as you can. Um, so for me, like, I think I'm pretty good at being able to recognize what I need to improve on in my, in my, in my mind and just going out there and making those changes. The monsters have so many top prospects in general, whether you're talking about some of the forwards, Luca Del Bell blues or James Malatesta guys like that. But on the blue line specifically, there's tons of talent. David Juracek's there right now. Uh, Stanislav's Fozel's on the team. He's a top Blue Jackets prospect. Jake Christensen has gotten some NHL games under his belt. And there's obviously you. So what's that like to go to work every single day in that talented of a room? Super fun. You know, you get like all those guys to play with and play against. So, you know, you can watch like Christy and rep and like, you know, see what he's doing, like how he goes back on a puck. Like if he's shoulder checking, like the fakes he's making how he creates more time and space for himself. So it's fun to go out there and like learn from those guys, like, you know, take little things from their game that I can put into my game, but you know, we're always competing against each other too. So um, it's super fun that way. We just push each other. Like, you know, we want, we all want to get better. We all want to make the show. So I think just that like internal competition just like allows us to elevate our game even more. Can you tell me about David Juracek a little bit? Because I'm sure Blue Jackets fans are curious to know, what he's like. He obviously played a lot of NHL games this season, but I don't know that we actually know David Juracek yet. So between the end of last year 
and the time that you've been able to spend with David Juracek this year, what's he like both on and off the ice? Uh, I'll start with off the ice. I think he's just like, you know, a really funny, like goofy kind of guy. Like, you know, he's always cracking jokes, like him and Stan, I would say are like similar <laughs> personalities, you know, they just like go back and forth and, and check and are always laughing. So they're always having a good time. It's uh Yuri's been awesome to hang around with on the ice. You know, he's a competitor. He just, he'll get in there in the corners and, you know, he just wants to win. So he's going to get out there and just do anything he can to, um, you know, like try and help us win, which is, you know, his part of his game, which is awesome. Another player that strikes me as being important for you guys is Jet Greaves. Again, not for what he does just on the ice, but off the ice too. So what uh, what's made Jet Greaves so key to you guys this season, do you think? He's just a competitor. Like I told him the other week, I was like, dude, after every game, like they could make a highlight tape about you. Like he just <laughs> never gives up. Like he battles for every save. Like he's always trying to look around, like find the puck. Like Jet's amazing. Like, I don't know if I've ever had a goalie like him behind me. So he's a stud and he's a great guy too. Like he's one of those like easy going guys, like super easy to have a conversation with, um, make sure everybody feels included. So I love Jet. What do you think it is with him? Because he's had the same effect. He's played three NHL games, but he's literally had the same effect in those three NHL games that he's played where, first of all, he's just an absolute battler on the ice. He's kept the Blue Jackets in every game that he's played. And beyond that, even though the guys in the room don't really know him that well, it's like they've known him for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Like you see him out there battling, like trying to make all those saves. And I just think like it makes everybody else want to like, Oh, like, you know, let's play for jet. Like he's having like a heck of a night. Like let's get in there and do whatever we can for him. And I think it just helps like, you know, elevate every other, everybody else's game. Like, you know, it starts with the defense, like, we're going to get in there, block shots for him, like get the puck out as fast as we can. And then like the forwards are like, all right, like let's go get a few more goals so that we can give him a little bit of rest, you know, not put all the pressure on him. But I mean, he loves the pressure too. Like he thrives under it. I think like he's one of the best goalies I've ever seen. Pretty much all season long, the monsters have been in first place in the North division. So you guys have had a really, really nice year. What do you think has made the team so successful? You've talked about so many different individual guys and the dynamic that you guys have in that room, but why do you think you've been so good? I think it's just we all care about each other and we have that team chemistry off the ice that just allows us like to connect on the ice. Um, and you know we're always going to work for each other too. I think that's one thing that's been showcased lately. Like we've been in a lot of close, a lot of close games. Um, you know, even like to the point where we're down in the last minute, and you know we just rally and are able to get that extra point in overtime or, you know, force it to OT and stuff like that. So I just think we have a bunch of guys who are willing to do what it takes and, you know, they don't want to give up and they're not going to be denied because they want to do it for the guy next to him because they know he's doing the same thing too. So I think that's one of the biggest parts of our success this year. What's the coaching staff meant for you guys this season? Uh, the coaches have been great. Like Bogey really preaches like um, doing it for the guy next to you. Like, you know, kind of everything I just said, where it's like, you're going to go out there, you know, the guy next to you is going to do it. So, and they're like, Gogi's a young guy too. So he's able to, I feel like relate to the players, like, and he understands, you know, what we're going through at certain parts of the season. Like, you know, it's February, it's grind time. Like he's like coming in there and he's helping us get closer together. Like telling us like, Hey, like, let's go like keep the spirits high. Like, and I think that stuff just helps. Like the coaches are huge influences on us and, you know, I think that's that's where your team starts, right? You know, if your coach is going to 
act professional and you know he's going to be positive and a leader like everybody else is going to follow so they've been great how does that compare to other coaches that you've had in your career just the fact that he is a little bit younger of a guy and he's not far removed from being in your guy's shoes in that room yeah i think that's a huge like bonus for him i think like you know many it's like some coaches are a little bit older like you know they may have, haven't played for a while but you know he still understands like what the road trips are like like you know everything that goes on um you know outside the arena and stuff too so um he's been great i think that's awesome but like compared to other coaches um man i'd put him up there like he's one of the best coaches i've had for sure just being able to you know relate to his players and get the most out of his players for sure oh well, that's great to hear what's kind of the message for you guys you're past the second half point of the season now but down the stretch here as you guys are really trying to build towards the playoffs what's kind of the message in that room from him um i would say it's like you know keep your nose to the grindstone like keep working hard keep doing it for the guy next to you like we've worked all year like to get ourselves into this position like let's just keep doing it like mm -hmm. you know, show up every day it's a it's a new day just focus on today um and you know have a blast while doing it we've talked so much team i feel like which is good you want to talk about the team you're a hockey guy it's tough to talk about yourself but as the regular season finishes up what sort of goals do you have for yourself um I think my main goal is just, just to keep playing hard each and every game. Um, you know, I just want to solidify my spot in the lineup and, you know, continue to progress and move up. So uh, my goal is just, you know, keep playing hard, keep playing well defensively and, you know, get more confident with the puck and, you know, start making some more plays offensively too. But, you know, I like the way I'm heading right now and I don't really want to jinx anything or change too much. So, um, yeah. All right. I don't want to look ahead too far here, but, You've got your first taste of professional playoff hockey on the horizon. So what do you think about that? What excites you the most about the prospects of playing in the postseason as a pro? I'm pumped for it. Like everybody's like, you know, playoffs are a different kind of hockey. And um, in juniors, I kind of got, you know, sold short of that a little bit with COVID and everything going on. So I didn't really get the full effect and, you know, they're real short. So. I'm just really looking forward to, you know, the grind and the battles like that we're going to have in playoffs. I think that's like the best part of hockey. Like everybody just wants to win so bad. So I'm pumped for it. All right, Corson. Well, that's all I got for you, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. It was great to catch up. Uh, and as always, I'm always rooting for you and uh, excited to watch you guys in the playoffs. Awesome. Thank you. If you couldn't tell, and I'm sure you did, I really enjoyed myself during that conversation with Corson Kuhlemans. I feel like I say it every other edition of the Pipeline podcast, but I truly mean it. I think that was the best interview that we've had all season long. It was just the openness, the willingness to chat about what's going on in Cleveland with Corson Kuhlemans. And on top of that, it sounds like he's in a really good place just away from the rink, at the rink, in the room with those guys. It's no surprise they're sitting in first place uh, in the North Division at the time of this recording. It's a team that feels tight. The vibes are very, very good up I-71. So uh, I'm hoping for the best for those guys. Obviously hoping for the best for Corson as this year continues, but I want to see the Monsters finish the regular season strong, see them finish the regular season still in first place in the North, and then make a long run through the playoffs. 
And if you want to see them up in the playoffs up in Cleveland, you'll probably see me there too. I cannot wait to get to those games. I think it's going to be just a ton of fun watching the Monsters in the playoffs this year. Uh, as it stands right now, like I said, they're in first place in the North. They are 30, 15, 3-3 three three on the season, good for 66 points. They're clear of the second-place Syracuse crunch by five points. So things are close right now, but uh, like I said, they're looking to finish things up on a high note this season. On top of that, in case you're wondering, you can see the Monsters play as soon as tonight, Wednesday, if you're listening to the Pipeline podcast the same day it's released, Wednesday, February 28th. They're actually playing in Cleveland tonight against the Maple Leafs affiliate, the Toronto Marlies. Then they've got a Friday-Saturday weekend series against the Chicago Wolves, and they actually play on Monday, too, against the Grand Rapids Griffins, who are the affiliate of the Red Wings. So lots of hockey at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. If you're not going to be here at Nationwide Arena on Thursday or if you don't plan on watching the Blue Jackets this weekend when they're in Chicago. So you can go up I-71, check out some Blue Jackets prospects on the Monsters at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Pipeline Podcast presented by Ruoff Mortgage. A huge thank you to Corson Coolamans for taking the time for that great conversation. A big thank you as well to the Cleveland Monsters communications staff. And as always, thank you for being with me on the Pipeline Podcast. I'll chat with you very soon.